Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. That's right, gang. We got you back once again inside Engineer Jim's House of Pain. It's that time once again, my metal militia, to bend over and take what we've got for you on 107.7 KOXX. Cox Radio. Yeah, baby. It's a new year, but time for the usual punishment with the crew you know as the podcast gang. Mm-mm-mm. And cracking that whip. Yeah, baby. That's the one we call Sexy Mike. And over there in the corner, it hurts so good, but he's lurking, he's hurting, he's burping. That's Patrick the Hat Trick. <laughs> yeah, and we love him. And over there on all fours, that's right, we got big old Ben. He's ready to climb all over you. So, if you're cracking that whip, and it's something that you can handle, and you want to handle some more. We got the gruesome twosome for you. That's always looking for fresh meat. Yeah, that's right, baby. We're talking about Toolsy and the Juicy Man. From the tip to the ball, they're going to rock this hall. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So let's get this party started and give you every inch of a good time. It's your master of disaster oh. engineer jim rocking the cocks on 107.7 where we rock you hard <laughs> welcome to the podcast previously on the jay and dan podcast <laughs> You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Oh boy, it's the first Jay and Dan Podcast of 2016. It's the Doug Gilmore episode, number 94. And uh, Engineer Jim went through the... We're going to be taking attendance now in 2016. If someone doesn't show up for a podcast, you have to bring a delicious treat the next podcast. Oh. Jim here, Mike here, Ben here, Pat here, Jay here, Dan here. We've got full attendance. For the first time, it's a rarity. Wow. So 2016, we're off to a flying start. Yeah. It Just was getting hot in there. Yeah. Just get, having Pat here is a miracle in itself. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year, everyone. Um, uh, we've been off for a while. Wasn't Doug Gilmore number 93? Yeah, it, he was. I wanted to double check. but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was 99% sure. Cause we, it was, it was also, supposed to be the, the Ryan Smith. I think Ryan, Ryan Smith, Smith was we, The Nedved episode was the last one. Nedved was 93. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was 93. Yeah. Yeah. So Mike, Nedved was uh, that's a way to go, Mike. So already here next strike one. Well, already ruined everything. That came Mike. from a fan, by the way. But just uh, start. I'll take, I'll take the heat. You know what, as Mike? Usual. Don't blame people. Just admit mm. the failure. I just did. That, that should be your New Year's resolution. 
So yeah, we haven't uh, <laughs> been here a while. We were both we're usually off at the same time, but uh, I took Christmas off and you wanted New Year's off, so we took different uh, times off. That's why we've been gone so long. We haven't even done a podcast since we were both in Vegas for UFC 194. Really? We haven't done one since then. Oh my I don't goodness. think so we have. Let's, let's get into that. Oh um, boy, what yeah, a weekend that was. We've got so much to recap. Now that was the, the Conor McGregor sure? fight. Um, it lasted, what, eight seconds? Eight 12 seconds. seconds or something? No, 13. 13 seconds. 13 seconds. Yeah. You went to it. Uh, the fight before that it was tough to watch. The Luke yeah. Rockhold fight. Yeah, it was incredible in, in a way, unless you were Chris Weidman. Yes. Then it was not incredible. <laughs> it was the opposite, whatever the opposite of incredible is. So uh, you went uh, with another couple. You went with your wife. How were yeah. your seats? I was too cheap to go. So uh, You had every opportunity to buy yeah. through Fox. They yeah. gave us it up. Well, they were they were going to give us free seats, but they were pretty high up. And then we decided, what the heck, let's splurge because they have... Tickets on sale for us. So we splurged, and we were five rows from the octagon. You could have been right there, blood splattering. I was you. one row from the TV at Cabo Wabo in Vegas. Yeah, so you went, decided to go to the Cabo Wabo. With Aaron Torres, who we work with, him and his buddies, and uh, we had a grand old time. You guys were gambling on the fights. No, there's no gambling at Cabo Wabo. They've got buckets of beer. Weren't you gam- just within with each other? You had yes, to lay we down some scratch? Laying down a bit of scratch. I ended up even there. I think I was... Five, five bucks a fight or something. Anyway, I'll, yeah, I went to. Uh, but it was anyway. It was it was all dudes. It was all dudes. No, actually, it was all dudes at the UFC fight, except for, okay, here's how it went. We get in there, and predictably, it's you know, I I don't know how how many people that MGM Grand Garden Arena holds. Maybe thirteen thousand. There were ten thousand Irishmen. Yes. And three thousand prostitutes. <laughs> It was, and you took a video or a picture of the casino floor after the fight or before, and it was yeah. mayhem. Yeah, maybe we can add it to the video pod or something. I can send it to Mike. Like it was, it was unbelievable. First of all, there was a guy dressed as Conor McGregor as we were walking in, <laughs> taking pictures with everyone with the confidence of Conor McGregor. Like people were coming up yeah. to him, like, and and my buddy said, "Wouldn't it have been amazing? Like, how confident a fighter would Conor be to just get dressed up in his suit?" Like at two hours before his title fight, walk and just around. walk around and take pictures with people. Like that would be that would be supreme confidence. But yeah, walked in. Yeah, hookers everywhere. I mean, literally everywhere. Prostitutes, and I realize that's Vegas. There are prostitutes everywhere. But in, I think they were all gathered in that arena that particular night. Uh, saw some celebs. And who did we see? Oh, who's that girl from that '70s show, The Redhead, Laura Prepon? Someone thought yeah. she was Ariane Celeste, and they were like, Ariane! And she's like, F*** off. And she <laughs> kept going. She was good. Uh, and then we saw... <laughs> Dana White came by, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was he was glad-handing. I was thinking about glad-handing. That sounds dirtier than it is. <laughs> sounds like you're giving multiple <laughs> hand jobs. Sounds like you're you're playing a little how's your father in the junk area. But glad-handing is just, you're just going around shaking hands. He was yeah. doing that. And then um, my buddy had to go to the bathroom at one point, and he said that uh, um, Kevin Connolly, E from Entourage, yep. Webby's buddy, uh, was in <laughs> was in the bathroom taking selfies with people. Oh no! <laughs> Leave the guy alone. Let him take a I leak. Felt, I actually felt bad for him. I'm like, my God! And I, he said that his his publicist was with him and <laughs> and, so, and apologizing for it. And I was like, Yeah, you're a terrible publicist. That's a terrible thing. But it was it was uh, honestly. Would you rec- so someone considering going to a fight? Do you recommend 100%. Okay. 100% recommend going to one 
UFC pay-per-view fight, at least one, if you can make it to Vegas to the Grand Garden. Because also, I, I joked about the seats, but at that the great thing about that arena, because it's about 13,000 people, if you're on the very top, you're, you, your seats are still amazing. Like, it's a great arena to see boxing and obviously uh, MMA. But, man, the react when he knocked out Jose Aldo, first of all, the sound that Jose Aldo's head made when it hit the canvas will haunt me. Uh, for That's the rest of my saying, life, yeah. it's it was just this. I couldn't believe it. It was over so fast, and then the the all the Irish people in the crowd just going insane at one. It was the most incredible spectacle of any sporting event I think I'd ever seen, other than maybe the gold medal game. Now in you're, 2010. Your take on this, because people were saying, "Oh, you pay all that money and you only see a 13 second fight." I think. That's more memorable than seeing like a two or three round fight. Yeah, I, I guess it depends. Like if you're a hardcore MMA fan and your goal is to have all five rounders or three rounders, I mean, but that's just never going to happen. It's like being a boxing fan. Sometimes you're going to get knockouts. Wouldn't you have wanted to be there when Mike Tyson exactly. knocked out Sphinx or something like that, you know, back in the day in like 30 seconds or whatever he did? I would have wanted to be there for one of those fights. So I was fine with it. And then, like you said, trying to get out of that, you couldn't get out of that casino. The Irish literally took over the entire <laughs> MGM Grand Garden Now, you casino. saw you saw Dana before the fight. Mm-hmm. He would never root for a specific fighter, but he needed McGregor to win that. Did he look both, nervous? Both situations were perfect, I think, for him because uh, Weidman was like kind of the all-American guy, and Rockhold, you know, deserved the title shot. I think he would have liked that to go longer, but to me it was very obvious in the first round that Rockhold was going to beat him. Like, he just... He he's just physically stronger, bigger. Like all the shots that Chris was was throwing at him, all the kicks weren't really affecting Luke at all. And so that was a good scenario. Just like the Holly Holm beating Ronda we talked about was a good scenario. And then, of course, like you said, Connor winning was an incredible scenario. My, my favorite moment of the weekend was Sunday night. We hit the craps table. Oh, what a great time that was at the. Uh, at the where were we? The Cromwell. The Cromwell. It's a oh, great place. Giada's uh, Casino. And Dre's on. Dre's is on top. Oh yeah, Dre's it's is a, there. It's a nightclub. So uh, yeah, we uh, we uh, went over the interest intricacies of craps with you, and you are hooked. I was totally hooked, and I uh, and you made us some money. And hey, you were smart. You left with money in your pocket, yeah. and. Uh, and I was like, and I remember I left, so I left, it was like me and, and my wife, Mrs. O, and Toolsy, and we're, we're making money, and the table's having a great time. That's oh, what's rocking. great about craps, right? You know, everyone's having fun, and, and it's everyone's involved. They were all gambling together. That's the goal. It's not like blackjack where you're like, oh, no, I need to take that card. <laughs> you. So everyone's in it together. We're up. We're like, we got to crash because we brought our kid. <laughs> to Vegas. Right. We brought our uh, seven-month-old the kid baby. Was, she was just sitting on the table. She was sitting there. And the thing is, you can do that. They have a spot. <laughs> on, if you, that's another good thing about craps is if you have a kid and you brought a kid to Vegas, you can just leave the kid. In fact... <laughs> In fact, you can you can gamble like you can lay your kid down as a bet. Yeah, sure. Like the, you can put the kid down on the table as a bet. Sure, the dice are a choking hazard, but you just pay attention where the dice are. Well, I just watch out, make sure. Yeah, because she's gonna put everything in her mouth, right? Um, oh, that sounded. <laughs> hmm. 
That sounded like glad handing. And it just kind of showed. <laughs> but no, I, we had a we had a yeah, we had so a babysitter. Was... So so the kid was back there. But yeah, we left. Uh, we were up, and I remember saying to my wife, "Oh, this is great for Toolsy. He's way up. This is terrific." And then I wake up the next morning. He's like, "I bet everything. It's gone." <laughs> oh, were you that kid? Then? <laughs> yeah, my my favorite part was one of the uh, the crap stealers because there's uh, like one, two, three, four at a table. And this guy was right next to us, and he was seeing we're having fun. And every time something happened on the table, he just sanders breath and goes, Oh my god. <laughs> I'm coming <laughs> and for no reason. And we were the only ones who were hearing it. And I believe there was a homeless woman standing next to me. Well, she she had a good couple of good roles going though. So I would I had no problem with it. I thought you were gonna buy her a meal, maybe. <laughs> She needed one, I think. <laughs> no, I think I think she was with friends, and then they abandoned her. Oh, like they were with her, and then I think she, I think they thought that she was sidling up next to you, and you were going to be getting some sex. Well, her one friend said, "Oh, yeah, my friend rolled a long time. Does she get any of that?" I'm like, "Here's no. a five dollar chip, I guess. I don't we're know. We're getting sex, buddy. It's not <laughs> how it works." <laughs> And then you take her back to the room, five, another $5 chip, <laughs> and it's party time. They're going home! After that, after I lost my money, I found myself walking down uh, back to my hotel with a, a warm Miller light. <laughs> I give up. <laughs> uh, so long, I'll say my this. time it is up. 2016 is absolutely shaping up to be, it's shaping up to be the year of Dan. Oh, yeah, this is this is the year. I got to go back to uh, Canada for Christmas. I was there from um, December like 12th or 13th all the way to the 27th, so I got to spend a, a good portion there. Uh, I've told a, a story about my grandfather before about how he had a rule never touch his hat or his hair, so he passed away, sadly. Um, so he's been spoken about on the podcast before. But the thing is, whenever I go back for a funeral with my cousins, it... Essentially, an Irish funeral, and it's mayhem. There's a bunch of drunks. Yeah. Three nights in a row at bars in Peterborough, three nights in a row, cousins getting kicked out of bars. It's like Vegas to them. They're like, hey, well, everything goes here. Can't you just drink? Why do they have to get kicked out of everything? Because they go crazy. Oh, my God. My Spankies? One, Did you go to Spankies? We went to Spankies. My. One cousin got kicked out of there. My one cousin, <laughs> my one cousin slapped a bouncer in the face. What? Slapped? Because he was slapping his his brothers, and the guy tapped him on the shoulder. He turned around, and slaps him. I was like, why'd you do that? He's like, why'd you do that? He's like, I thought you wanted to be slapped. He still let him in. Welcome to the hiccups. <laughs> he eventually he slapped the bouncer, and the bouncer let him in. Yeah, he eventually got kicked out after he took a pool shot, and then fell, and then onto the ground and hit his head off a table. So, did he have a concussion? This doesn't sound. <laughs> I feel like you're missing details. You're no, just... I'm not. He just took a pool shot and then fell. How did he just took like a pool this, shot and like, collapse? Yeah. And he's like, hey! And then he went. Back. Oh, I see. So he stood up in celebration, and then he <sighs> lost his balance. So that was that was fun. Went to the Nutcracker again. I've mentioned this before. Go to the Toronto Nutcracker. It is unbelievable. It's Remember like, when when we were in it? Yes. What were oh, we? The Cannon guys. Guess who was the Cannon dolls for this one? It's okay. I, I Bob will, and Doug McKenzie. No, it, it's a Canadian rock legend who's now with another band. Larry Gowan. Yes. Boom! I nailed it. Larry Gowan and his wife. In sticks. <laughs> So they announced it at the beginning, and I'm like, oh, Larry Gallant. And two people are like, what? I would have been freaking excited. 
Yeah. I wish we could play some Larry Gowan tracks. What if we start playing music on the pod? Rich is here now. He's our new yeah. boss. Rich is here. Uh, he, no. Do you want to know how I introduced myself? How? So <laughs> I came in and... And I shake his hand. I, I like, oh, Rich, nice to meet you. I said, I've seen you around the building. He goes, this is my first. Time. <laughs> yes, yeah. nice try. Does he not have a familiar face? I mean, yeah. he, you know, he looks a bit like uh, Josh Scheiman from uh, our old shop. He does. CSN. A little bit like Josh. He's a legendary producer there and a good friend of ours. Hey, who's so that I, good looking guy? I really got guy? up on the good, uh, good foot with Rich. So Rich will never believe anything you say now. Never. So you've ruined our reputation with Rich. With 2016. The Year of Dan. <laughs> that one got a bit uh, haunting. I like that one. It's going to be a big year. That was exciting. And then you, like also, you also made it back to Canada. You went to Kelowna. Yeah, I went to uh, Kelowna where my folks live and my, my parents live. My parents, I think I've talked about this before, are... Um, Long-time Kelowna Rockets season ticket holders, so we made made it to a couple of games, and I the first game I was I was good. I was behaving myself because I was sitting with with my niece, mm -hmm. and she was teaching me about mm -hmm. Snapchat. We're on the snaps now. We're snapping. On the snap. Dan's all over it. Uh, it Isn't that what you call cocaine snaps? Say, I, Dan, I wouldn't yeah. know. <laughs> you snap one off or something? Oh no, that's, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> when I when I snap one off, I'm alone in my house. My wife and baby are gone. Got that, that high did. speed internet. Anyway, um, and you're on cocaine. And I'm on cocaine. <laughs> and I'm on yeah. the, and I'm on the snaps. Delicious. And then I'm snapping one off. Wow. Uh, no, so so I went to a game and uh, I was good and I behaved in the first game. Jay and Dan snaps is our Snapchat if you want to follow us. So, and then I go to the second game, and the ref, it was it was uh, Kelowna against Victoria, and the ref was just so bad. And I used to referee in hockey, and, and I hate when people yell at referees, but I was just so into the game. And the third period, I was, I, like, at one point I got up, I'm like, you're brutal. You're brutal. Like, I was saying this to this ref with my 13-year-old niece right next to me and <laughs> wow. my dad in the seats behind me, and I look back, and he was just like, you better and shut up, or you'll never come to Did you get kicked out? No, no, I didn't. No, um, mm. no, I didn't get kicked out. But I, as I drove home, the whole car was silent. <laughs> like, with the whole family, it was just quiet. Because they were ashamed of me. Because <laughs> I was yelling at a referee at a junior hockey So game. did you have to go straight to your room when you got home? Yeah, I did. I just sat there. <laughs> shut then, up, Mom! And then, I came, and then my, my wife came in, she's like, do you, do you have to get that? Worked up about everything. I'm like, no, I don't. But I, I can play the it. trombone. <laughs> it's the I, cocaine. I don't need to get worked up. It was all the snaps. I. Did. Yeah. Um, by the way, Jim, I'm very excited to talk to you. Yes. About this, this is huge. About the Guns and Roses. Oh yes, but of course. This is exciting stuff. So they they were announced they're reuniting for Coachella. Coachella already sold out. I believe so. Yeah, it was wow. five minutes. It's, wow. They said it it's sold gone. out in five minutes. I don't even know how that's possible. Jim, yeah, how? what kind of day and age do we live in when something sells out in five minutes? How's that possible? crazy. Jim, the internet. Jim, guess what? Yeah. I'm going. Yeah! Why don't you come with? Uh, I just might do that. Yeah! 
Ooh, backstage. Awesome. We'll get backstage. We'll hang out with the guys. Just, Snap I, one off. I just might see you there. <laughs> Whoa, Jim, what? Are, are you going to be involved in this? I know nothing. Oh, my uh, God. This mark this crazy. on your calendars with a big <laughs> red star. So can you at least tell us this? When we Last time we talked to you, there were the rumors were out there. Did you know more than you were letting on at the time? I don't know anything. Unbelievable. <laughs> You've been sworn to secrecy. This is so cool. Oh, this is great. Yeah. So we have uh, Axel, we have Slash, we have Duff McKagan yes. are confirmed. Yes, yes. Do yeah. we know who's playing rhythm guitar and drums? Do we know? Uh, nothing has been confirmed yet. Can I, can I ask you this, and you can, you don't have to choose to answer it, but right. I, I feel like it would be a shame if Izzy wasn't playing rhythm guitar. Uh, or let's at least... hope we get him out there. Okay, yeah. okay. At least yeah. so you're leaving the door open. Oh, you got to. Yeah, yeah. Or even Gilby Clark, maybe. Yep. Maybe he could yep. do it. Or Larry Gowan. Or Larry, uh, Larry. Lawrence Gowan, <laughs> famous Canadian... <laughs> But he played keyboards. He plays keyboards, <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then uh, dr drums, like maybe Matt, maybe Matt Sorum. Yeah, maybe Matt, maybe Steven. Whoa, Steven Adler, really? <clears throat> Couldn't get Ron Tugnett nice. on the air this week. Tommy Ron Solo. Andrew Raycroft. <laughs> Corey Schwab. Corey Hirsch. Chris Terreri. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Maybe Steven, maybe both, you know? Oh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, Jim, that's wild. Are yeah, they just the playing guy, one night the, or two nights? Well, they're playing one Saturday. one the Saturday both weekends. Oh, the guy okay. who's been playing with Axel is his name's getting tossed around too. Right, I so, saw that. Yeah. yeah. I feel So and he he has a really good relationship with Axe and you know, I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. This is cool, Jim. This yeah, is really cool. It's very How do you exciting. feel about this? Give us your thoughts about all this. Or can, say what you can. I know you can't say that. No, I I, I I think all of it is great. Um, but certainly the the more original guys they can get together, the more fun it would be for all the fans involved. But that that being said, the names <clears throat> that are being tossed around in the hat are all just absolute the cream of the crop, the best players. You know, uh, Dave Kushner, who is in Velvet Revolver, his name's being thrown around too. So, uh, and Dave is a great guy, phenomenal guitar player. And, and you know, Gilby was amazing with those guys. So, Whoever they get, I know uh, Richard Fortas is another name that they're throwing around who's been, I think he's kind of been playing the Izzy parts in Axel's version of uh, Guns over the last bunch of years. And he and Axel are very close, too. So uh, he does a great job. He's a phenomenal player. So whoever they get, whoever winds up doing it, it's it's gonna be epic. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be great. Those guys put on a great show, but uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I think there's answer. gonna be a lot of surprises involved. Uh, yes! here's, here's the thing. So <laughs> I won't pose this question to Jim. I don't want to get him in trouble. But has there been rumors, or maybe they've already talked about this? Is this a dry run or trial run to see if they can get along, and then possibly like world tour? Uh, well, Jim, uh, I don't know if what you want to answer. I can. I know what I've heard. You, you tell me. Uh, I, I, I think it's. Uh, I think it's a little bit of uh, 
dipping the toes in yeah. the water. See, right. Seeing yeah. if uh, seeing if uh, the the yeah. water the water temperature is correct. Yeah. You, you know you've made it as a rock band. <laughs> <laughs> seeing if seeing if the pool is clean. <laughs> exactly. But uh, you know you, the talk of them adding shows. I I think they're not. And I, I, I say this with no knowledge whatsoever, but, um, you know, this time of year, early in the season, they're better off looking to see what's out there for them than w- waiting and then trying to put something together after. Right, right. So I'm sure <clears throat> you're going to see something in the future. Oh, <laughs> the look on your face is amazing. <clears throat> Oh, this is great. I love that'll get all the kids very excited. Ah, oh, the kids are gonna be fired yeah. up. You've made it as a rock band when when dipping your toes into the water means headlining Coachella. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just dipping our toes in. Yeah. We're the so, headliners uh, on Saturday. And again, I, I say this with no knowledge, not talking to anybody, no nothing, but you know, That's I cool. do know how to add. I'm is, excited. Is Coachella oh, yeah. the biggest in North America now? I'd say so. I'd yeah, say I guess so. I guess that's why they chose that, and you know, California—they're a California band and all yeah. that and stuff. Yeah, and that's the first one of the. the that's true. Yeah. It's also the yeah. first festival kind of, yeah. of the year. So. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting. There are like huge ones in Europe, bigger yeah. than Coachella, like gigantic, Glastonbury. Yeah. And, yeah, and in Germany, giant ones, and they certainly could go there and do those but um i it looks to me where they're talking about potential u.s states that they'd like to do it here first and then you know who knows maybe if it does well they'll go there you know and it's almost guaranteed to be a good time next year well and they've been talking like all i've heard is they've been talking about doing stadium like stadiums it'll be football football stadiums stadiums. yeah yeah crazy they'll be like the paradise city video all over again (laughs) yeah yeah it'll be cool yeah yeah that'll be fun wow so jim and i are gonna hang out at coachella toolsy all that's left left for you is to buy tickets hey i I got nothing else to do but there's no (laughs) tickets to be bought Hates hipsters. I know all oh, crap. The hipsters. Is it full of hipsters? Oh, Toolsy, oh, you're gonna I, be seeing them everywhere. I know when, like, for example, when we played Wembley out at the front of house board, I had nice big couches set up out front. You know, champagne all set up. You know, nice roses and stuff like that. Well, that sounds you know, like my style. Set up right. So Toolsy, that yep. could be you. You could have that treatment yeah in the uh, desert we haven't got to our canadian wall of fame entry this is a good friend of ours rick hodgson who uh sadly passed away in december uh suddenly a uh, producer at tsn a good friend of both of ours we have him in the santa suit here because um when ctv shut down the christmas party and so that meant there was no christmas party tsn ctv anywhere uh in th- at the canadian network there uh, Rick took it upon himself to create his own Christmas party at legendary Cougar Bar Crocodile Rock downtown. Crock Rocks. Because they gave us, uh, well, they gave us the venue for free. Crock Rocks, uh, famous for their firefighter night. That's right, yeah. And famous <laughs> for the Cougs. Uh, and that is a real beard. That's his beard. Yeah. Colored he, white. Yeah, he uh, he was just an amazing guy. And it's still kind of shocking uh, mm-hmm. that that happened. So, yeah, he's on the wall, and it's we're very happy to have him on the wall. Miss him a lot. Yeah. 
Um, we uh, on this show because we've got so much to recap. We uh, are not having an in-studio guest. Instead, we're having Peter Schrager and Jeremy Taggart on the same podcast to kick off 2016. Rich is in studio, though. Can I ask Rich a quick question? Rich, do you have no, the, the he mic? Have no, mic? no mic? No mic. Can, can okay. we switch with uh, with? There we go. Just very quickly. Yeah, I've seen him around the building. <laughs> yeah, you've you've. <laughs> it's my first day. Do Do you want to talk about some other stuff that you guys have? They've done together in the past <laughs> here on the lot. <laughs> Gone to Moe's together. Long standing relationship. Yeah, hanging yeah. out. Of Rich, 20 minutes. What do you think so far now that you're taking now that you're running this whole thing? Do you are there dollar signs in your eyes because you just see that this is a potential gold mine? Or are you uh, going to quickly tell um, Eric Shanks and Jamie Horowitz <laughs> that you've reconsidered this whole thing? And then you're heading back to Bristol. I think we're going to make Jim the multi-millionaire of the show. Yes. yes. I couldn't agree I think, more. I, think I love lo- that. I think a lot of the listeners would agree, actually. Well, thank you so much. He's the much. real star. Thank yeah, he really star. is. Well, wow. you know, people, it's funny you say that, Rich, because people have sent us lots of tweets that they would like an Engineer Jim podcast, like a, like where you talk about music exclusively, because we, mm-hmm. we only have time for, like, a couple of quick stories. I bet you'd like keep a, a sponsor longer than us, because our last sponsor... <laughs> Our last sponsor's gone again. Gone. <laughs> well, that, but that was like, uh, thank you, Rich. Great to have yeah, you. Yeah, it, thank it, you. It, you know, that's, that was only a four, yeah, four week, week thing. Yeah. We knew that. So we're going to be like, we're going to be like Conan when he started doing his show. We're going to be on like six weeks sponsorship contracts with different sponsors along the way. I love it. We've got to get stamps.com in here. They sponsor every podcast. Sure. Mailchimp. And um, so exciting things coming for the podcast, I guess, I don't know, and exciting things coming for Fox Sports Live in the near future. It's going to be a very exciting year. We're talking, you know, I I did a book signing in Kelowna, and I was saying to people, we really want a couple things. We want to get this podcast on TV. We've been trying to do it for a long time. And we want to get this podcast out more throughout the week, more than just once a week. So we're working toward those two goals, essentially. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, I think, I think things are looking good. Would it, would it be? It's almost like Jim with the Guns and Roses stuff. We can't say too much, but things are looking good. That means My erections have returned. Pardon, Mike. I got to work more. You don't work, period. Uh, so. Like, nobody knows who yeah. you answer to. Like, that's the thing. Who, who is your boss? It's my, it's the American dream. I'm my own boss. No, but seriously, who like? Uh, yeah, Rich is Rich, Rich your boss? Yeah. Oh. No. So this is your first boss since we've been yeah, here. Ever. You have someone who yeah. you work for. Yeah. I hold power always. He, he, he does the old Costanza car <laughs> in at six a.m. He just leaves it here. Oh, he's working hard. Just flyers all over his car. <laughs> flyers. People leaving flyers in the Fox parking lot. Do we have Peter Schreger on the line? Peter Schrager, oh. Happy New Year! Schrager. Happy New Year, boys. He is our NFL insider based in Brooklyn, New York. He's had a, a tremendous uh, year um, oh, traveling around. Uh, Peter, uh, how did you ring in the new year? Massive yeah. party with uh, Jay-Z? Michael, Sarah. <laughs> it was me. It was Jay-Z. It was Beyonce. It was The weekend. All of us. <laughs> Hanging out together, ringing in the new year. Lena Dunham, um, Oscar De La Renta, the fashion designer. He's dead. Uh, I think, is he dead? I don't know. Uh, I, think, I think Sarah Silverman coming off a big independent movie was hanging out with us. That sounds a like a time. Crew. We all got together. We watched It's a Wonderful Life. The ball dropped in New York 
Times Square. We all had an orgy. It was fantastic. Did you now? Did Sounds you go? Hot. This is a serious question. Sounds did you hot. go with Ryan Seacrest and the ball, or did you go to Pitbull? Yeah, the Fox and Pitbull. Was, was, was New Year's watching, experience. I did not see Pitbull's New Year's Eve. I missed out on that one. <laughs> Typically, it's been a tradition since I was a kid. Early '80s, growing up in New Jersey, we'd gather around the fire. And we'd watch Pitbull's New Year's Eve. But I missed it this year. I missed it this year. There was no Pitbull's New Year's Eve. Instead, uh, like I said, very quiet night. Bunch of celebrities and me. I was entertaining them, and I was uh, really the bell of the ball. It was a real blast. Shregs, what do you do this weekend? You are where? You the Minnesota Seattle game? I am zero wow. degrees. I am at Minnesota Seattle. I am not working on the broadcast. It's an NBC game. What I am doing is I'm working for Fox. So. The halftime of the Redskins-Packers, which is the second game, it's the Fox-only game, on Sunday at halftime, you will see my interview with the star player of the winning team on the field from the early game, which is Vikings-Seahawks. So expect a Teddy Bridgewater, maybe a Russell Wilson, mm. maybe a Richard Sherman. Maybe Richard Sherman comes oh. at me like he did Aaron Andrews a few years ago. He right. headlines. But, we'll see what happens. But maybe you bite back. Maybe you're not so passive, Shregs. Yeah, I will not look off camera. I'm going to look back at him and say, what do you mean? What do you mean so, by this? Peter, tell us how that works. So after a game, because you always see the coaches trying to find each other in, in a sea of cameras and microphones. How, how does that work after a game when you're on the field? Is it mayhem or is it to control mayhem. chaos? Total mayhem. And if you've ever met me, I love mayhem. Mayhem's fun. <laughs> so you try to grab the player to the best of your ability. Sometimes you'll have help from one of the PR guys on one of the teams. If not, you're kind of an independent rogue with a camera guy. You grab them, and you get those two questions in. Really, three questions, you'll never make air because no one wants to hear three questions. Mm-hmm. Two questions, you grab one of the star players, and sometimes it's a bust. I was watching one this weekend. Michelle Tafoya grabbed Xavier Rhodes. That was, a, that, was a, that was an interview you don't need to actually put into the uh, Sports TV Hall of Fame. It wasn't much. Maybe but not going that, on her demo. It's not going on her not demo. Not going on her reel. Not going on her reel. <laughs> But sometimes, like I grabbed Drew Brees last week. I did a uh, Saints Falcons. I get Drew Brees, and I, I, you know, I don't care. I'm a reporter. Before me mugging for the cameras, I'm a reporter, so I'm always going to ask the question. I was just like, "There's rumors you're not going to be a Saint anymore. What do you think of that?" And he looked at me like, "Are you crazy? Why are you asking me this?" That's what we won. But it made good TV. They used it on the OT, which is the overtime the post-game show. Felt pretty good about that, and then uh, took a flight home. <laughs> Not bad, Shregs. Not bad at all. Shregs, do you have any insider information for us on which of the three teams that have filed for relocation to Los Angeles, which maybe two of the three might actually end up here? Yeah, I'm I'm a proponent of the Rams. I think the Rams situation makes the most sense to me. They've got the money. They're going to pay for everything. The owner, Stan Kroenke, he's $6.3 billion guy. He's not asking for anything. This, the Carson Project, no one talks about this. It's leveraged to the gills by Goldman Sachs. So Goldman Sachs is the one kind of investing in all that. And I don't want to get big banks involved in my NFL. I'd rather just have billionaire conglomerates take yeah. care of it themselves. So he's got the money. They want to do it. Their, their preposition is Inglewood as opposed to Carson. I think Inglewood's a more reasonable place. And the Rams have a history in L.A. So to me, it's the Rams. And if the Chargers want to come along and rent from the Rams, that's fine. But what's going to happen is next week there's a vote in Houston. And I'll tell you, a lot of these owners are old school and the Rams owner is not old school. The Rams owner is Stan Kroenke. Like I said, he's a real estate guy out of Denver, kind of relatively new. It's going to be a lot of politicking, and the, the Stanos family runs the Chargers there forever. They've been in the NFL since the, uh, the Ice Age. So it'll be interesting to see. A lot of it uh, 
what I think should happen is Goodell should come across and just say, hey, look, here's the deal. The Rams is the best situation. Let's do that. Instead, he's staying quiet, doesn't want to upset anybody. Peter, uh, it seems like over the last few months, at least five, six months, you have had uh, clear sailing, traveling. We haven't had any uh, travel hiccups on your end of things lately. Oh, you clearly weren't with me on Christmas Day <laughs> flying out of LaGuardia. What, what happened? Well, I mean, look, you're flying out of LaGuardia on Christmas oh. Day. You're expecting smooth sailing. <laughs> Has LaGuardia raised their ceilings? Last time I was there, they had approximately five and a half foot ceilings. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> only, you would, only you would recognize feeling height. <laughs> ah, yes, Schrager. Yes. Oh, Peter. Schrager, did you get an uh, Olive Garden meal in over the holidays, perhaps? Maybe, uh, maybe over the, the course? Headline. You saw the headline, right? The Times $400, Square. Yeah. $400 for all you can eat, all you can drink in Times Square. You get to see the ball. It's the best deal I've ever heard of. I would have spent... <laughs> I would have spent a thousand dollars. You get to sit in Times Square. You got a clear view of the ball dropping. You get all the breadsticks, all the salad, all the friendship, all the yeah. all the revelry. Yeah. And it's four hundred. When you're bucks. there, your family. Deal. Yeah. When you're there, your family. Yeah. You get to, I mean, you get to relish in all of the the the, the oil and vinegar dressing. All of it. <laughs> Shrags, have you ever gone to the ball drop in Times Square? And if so, no. would you ever recommend it to anyone? No, I would I would stay clear from that. I yeah. would watch Pitbull by the fire like we always <laughs> yeah. did as kids in New Jersey. Um, now, uh, are you going to take some time off after the season is over? No. no, why? No, we've got we've got the Senior Bowl coming up. We got the Super Bowl coming up. We got, got the, the Combine coming up. We got, we got the agency. Twenty four hours, my friend, oh. and it's seven seven days a week, and it's twelve months a year. Oh my god! And then you had you did. I encourage everyone to check out Pete's podcast. And oh, by yeah. the way, Pete, we have our new boss here. Rich is here. He's come over from ESPN. He's running the show. He's finally getting Mike Botticello in line. Finally, Mike Botticello will have someone to answer to. He won't be running around like a chicken with his head cut off. This is terrible. And and now, Pete, you have this podcast out this week with Brian Erlacher. You got like the exclusive right after he had the uh, the follicle transplant. I <laughs> Listen to the podcast. It was hilarious because it was like he had just, uh, I don't know, gone for a Manny Petty. Like he, he acted like nothing had really happened. He was hilarious on that pod. So weird. So I worked with Brian for two years at Fox, and I consider ourselves pretty good friends. Um, we talk all the time. We've been texting every week for eight months. He never mentioned this. And then I watch a clip on the Internet when I wake up at 9 a.m. or 7 a.m., and he's on television at some local station in Chicago with a full mop of hair. And a plaid <laughs> shirt. And a weird plaid bizarre. shirt. He looked, he looked, I told him he looked like an accountant. <laughs> it was bizarre. <laughs> but it was great great radio. If you want to listen to the podcast, the Peter Schrager podcast, he was fantastic. Uh, I'm taking a lot of pot shots at him, and he was taking it in stride. I mean, he, the, whatever company that was, I hope they paid for the transplant because he must yeah, have it's just. Called, it's called Restored. I'm like, are you a paid spokesperson? And he was like, no comment. Yeah, right. for sure. But I mean, that's coming right. back for the to them tenfold. Like he said that they, that the phone was ringing off the hook there after his uh, appearance. Sure. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> so many so many hair transplants there are going on on behalf of Brian Urlacher. Whatever it was, <laughs> I think he looks great. I don't. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I and I say this with all due respect, with the knowledge that he could physically hurt me and perhaps kill, kill me with his bare hands. You. But <laughs> I, he was one of those guys who was bald, and I was like, he looks good bald. Yeah, like, he's a good bald guy. He was a good bald yeah. guy. Like he didn't need to have hair. Of all the people yeah. I could think of who should have a hair transplant, he was not one of them. And then it kind of it looked it just looked like like a toupee. It looks like someone has just plopped a toupee on the top of his head. Well, maybe it'll grow up. Plug his product. It's called Restore. Google it. <laughs> he claims. 
He claims it's his hair. I don't know. It looks weird to me, but I was busting with him. He was a good sport about it. He's hey, great. if Restore wants to sponsor the podcast, yeah. we're all for we'll, it. We'll be all in on that one. Peter Schrager, we thank you for coming on, and uh, and uh, we can't wait to talk to you next week. Hey, welcome to Rich. I like having a little, a little order to this madness. Yeah, finally, yes. we have someone running the show here other than Mike. Thanks, Pete. Thanks, guys. Good to have you back. Take care. That's Peter Schreger. Seems to be in a busy room or yeah. a chicken farm. Yeah, there's like a, a, ch- there's a chickens? chickens. Well, he raises chickens in his Brooklyn apartment. That's what they do. <laughs> That's what they do in Brooklyn. They're, it's all very organic. That's a hipster thing. <laughs> Our, <laughs> Our hips, hipsters won't be into Guns N' Roses, though. Yes, they will. Yeah, Ironically now, no. right? Enough time has gone by. The world is into guns and Yeah, yes. everyone's going to be into it, Toolsy. The whole world. Okay, we need to start a list because we've discussed this before. Find things hipsters aren't into, and I'm embracing all of those. Uh, Let's start. Pitbull? What? Didn't we, yeah, pitbull? Didn't we come up yeah. with this? We have discussed it before. We'll have to get yeah, a Yeah, Pitbull is probably non-hipster. Here, here's the thing. Brady Quinn, he was in last week, and uh, I was talking to him, and he, he lives in Florida. He says he says Pitbull all the time, says he's the nicest guy. Really? Pitbull. But as I said to uh, Brady, if a human could ever be a city, Pitbull is Miami. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> so, a very good point. So I don't hate Pitbull. He's a nice guy. If no, it, he seems okay. Yeah. He seems like a decent person. Just jacks person. those pants up pretty high. Yeah, maybe just, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe don't go to the club one night. Maybe stay in. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe stay in one night. What would like is a night in? What would a night in yeah. with Pitbull be? <laughs> yeah, Pitbull scratching at home. Oh, yeah. he does. He's not a DJ. He's snapping one off at home. Is what he's doing. <laughs> Pitbull. Um, we uh we need to get into some touching my bag. Oh before yeah, we get yeah. To let's Jeremy do Taggart. that. Yeah, let's do that. Because I really like this one from Dre Barone. Let's hear it. New celebrity game for Dan. Well, before Dan's obsession with pool sanitation, we all knew that Dan was obsessed with how much celebrities are paid for commercials. This is true. You guys should play a game where Jay asks Dan to guess how much celebrities get paid for certain ads. If you guys can't actually find out how much they make, just tell Dan he has to guess all the answers to each question, and you'll tell him how many he got right at the end. Then you tell him you guys have no idea, and he'll be annoyed, and everyone will laugh. Well, Good times. Guess uh, what? Love what the pod since day one at the old network. Take care and happy new year. Guess what, Dan? What? We got a list of celebs right here, and we found out how much money they made for these commercials. <laughs> right. It's time to play Guess How Much They Made for That Spot. I'm taking it these are false. Okay, nope. so oh, this real. is, we did the research. research. So here we go. Okay. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, had this discussion the other day on the Capital One ads. Yeah, the Capital One ads. Samuel so L. For, Jackson. for one year. Are we taking, or are we doing? This is the initial deal. This is the initial deal he signed. How many years? I, I don't know that. I don't oh, think it's one year. One year. One year. Mm-hmm. I'm saying six. Six mil. Three mil. <laughs> I went high. I went high. George Clooney and Danny DeVito, mm. Nespresso. Those okay. weird Nespresso ads that Clo- make no sense. Clooney's getting three, DeVito one and a half. Clooney <laughs> got four, DeVito got two. Pretty close, close enough. Price is right rules, I'm looking okay there. 
Adam uh, Levine for proactive. One of the weirdest things yeah. I've ever seen. Adam so that, Levine doing late night proactive acne ads. He needs to be paid in more than just product because it's kind of embarrassing. So I'm going to say two and a half. Okay. You were on the right track there. It's 3.2 and he got stock. Oh, so more than that. The Dos Equis guy. <laughs> the most interesting man in the world. Is this uh, per year or for All per year? year? Per year. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he's kind of an unknown, but now he's a name. I'm going to say 1.5. 750K. Mm. Stay thirsty, my friends. <laughs> Brett Favre. For his micro, t he's done a million. He's done Wrangler with the uh, U-shape. He does the cop, Tommy Copper. He right. does a razor blade thing. Well, this is the one. Micro Touch Tough Blade Razors. That's the one we got. Oh, he, that's a cheap product. Uh, he's getting 1.5. 2.2 and free razors for life. The Trivago guy. Oh, 28 grand? <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> Jay Glazer, colleague here at Fox, Fox NFL insider for Subway, Subway. Sandwiches. Jared touches boys. Jay steps in. <laughs> <laughs> That's on a spice of meatball. I'm going to say Glazer one mil. Six mil. Holy <laughs> He's in all of them. And then six Al mil? Six mil. <laughs> I'll eat sandwiches all day. And then Alan Thick. For Optima Tax Relief. Oh, you've you've uh, heard those ones. Uh, 42000 It says not all those were lies. Oh. I lied about everyone. <laughs> look them up. They were lies. <laughs> everyone was a lie. <laughs> you had me. You said it with such confidence. Yes, I yeah. know. Well sold. I gotta I gotta figure out a way to find out exactly the real numbers. Though. No way Glazer's making six No, no there's no shot. no shot. But he does have a free subway for life card. He does? Yeah. Subway yeah. gold cart. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Are we still mailbagging? Oh, yeah. Hey, Jay, Dan, and gang, my it's brother. It's time to oh, touch oh, their oh, bag. Sorry to... The Jay and Dan mailbag. Pardon? Oh, we missed. Did we miss it the first time? Yeah, I didn't I didn't play it. I didn't know we were going to the mailbag there. So that's fine. We're good now. My brother, Jeff Preeze, has listened to the podcast since day one. He'll turn 24 on January 24th. Unfortunately, I won't be around to celebrate with him because I'll be in Cuba eating the food. Ooh, can we get an Authentica Cuba commercial from YouTube? Authentica. Okay. Sure. I'm disappointed that I'll be missing his birthday, but let's be honest, it's Cuba. Can you wish him a happy birthday? Sure. Happy birthday, Jeff. Uh, Heidi, um, take a lot of food with you. <laughs> Seriously, pack a... Although it might be better because the embargo's up. I, so think, they, I think they get better food now. I think things have improved there food-wise. Like <laughs> fine bacon. The beaches are unbelievable there. I love them. What about the ladies? All right. Um, okay, are we done? We move it on to Taggart? How about one more while we get a hold of Taggart? How about this? <sighs> Let's let Dan do one more. Oh, okay. Uh, this is from Elaine Rodriguez. Help for Hubby's B-Day. Hey, Jay and Dan. My hubby and I are huge fans of the podcast and the show. My hubby's your biggest fan in Chicago. We just recently got married on October 3rd. His birthday's coming up on December 7th. We missed that. I've been trying to find Jay's new book to surprise him, but it's not available to us kids in the States. That's wrong, isn't That's it? That's wrong. Uh, that it's book on is available on Amazon. It's on it Amazon. It would be amazing, and I would be wife of the year if I could get him Jay's new book. Any chance? He, ah, she's looking for a free book. Yeah, and I'm telling you that that free book plus $10 <laughs> is available on Amazon.com. But thank you very much for listening, Elaine. Really appreciate it. And then here we go. 
Mike Latoris. That's not his name. Huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the subject is <laughs> the subject is butt stuff. Hey buds, love the pod. Big fan of Jay since his days as a lanky courtside interviewer. I did maybe three Raptors games. <laughs> I don't think I deserve that title. Didn't love Dan at first, but he's really grown on me. That's <laughs> what my family said, too. Oh, I see things aren't going well in L.A. for you. Since you guys talk so much about poop, I was wondering if you had some advice on something related to that. Butt chafing. I've had some recent troubles on chafing between the cheeks. I was wondering if either of you have experienced this annoyance. Yeah. If so, do you know how to stop it, what yeah. it's from? Too much wiping or just sitting around on my ass too damn much? Any help you could offer would be awesome. That's from Eli in Salmon Arm, B.C. We've said it a million times. Gold, pan, gold bond medicated powder. Boom. This would be a terrific sponsor for us. Mm -hmm. Gold bond medicated powder. I mean, we use the product. We believe in it. I still uh, maintain that the whole system of wiping is flawed. You should jump into the shower and just hose yourself down at the mm -hmm. end of a poop. What other, if you got poop on your arm, would you just take like a dry cloth and be like, oh, there we go, and there'd still be remnants of poop on your arm, and yeah. people would be like, get something wet, like wipe it down. No, but we don't do that with our butts. We just wipe it with dry paper towel. It makes yep. no sense. Why is the, uh, what's the, Some buzzy. Oh, oh, do we have Taggart? Jeremy Taggart. Oh, by the way, I, I checked in. I, Hi, I wanted to make Hi, Jeremy. Um, Hi. Uh, j two seconds. Uh, I, I landed in Toronto, went to my rental vehicle, and uh, the guy's like, hey, TSN guy, I haven't seen you on TSN in a while. I'm like, we left two and a half years ago. He's like, eh, I guess I haven't watched in a while. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <I just> wanted, <laughs> nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Uh, Jeremy, happy new year. Happy new year, boys. Happy new year so, to uh, you, So what'd friend. you do for Christmas? What'd you do for New Year's? It was it was a balmy. It was like 14 <laughs> degrees on Christmas Day in Toronto. Yeah, it was beautiful. Uh, nice and warm here during Christmas. But, uh, and uh, you know, I had a, a good time. I, I had a fake tree for the first time, and I, I loved it. Oh, fake yeah, you tree. don't have to clean up yeah. the needles. Taggart, I'm yeah. so with you. Fake tree is the way to go, 100%. I'm all about the fake trees now. I'm full-on fake tree yeah. guy. It, full on it makes no sense cutting down a tree and putting it in your house and then throwing it out. You're wrecking the earth. They have all these great yeah, fake just, trees just, now. Yeah, just for the smell. Is the only Like, why not just cut a, uh, get, get some... Uh, you know, you can get some wreaths that are made out of cut limbs or whatever. That's that's your move for smell. Exactly. Right. Or if you, want to smell, a, if you want to smell the forest, a, just walk through a forest. Well, not exactly. all of us live right next to a forest, though. <laughs> yeah. So I had a great time. The kids went uh, ape, as they usually do on Christmas. They were loving it. And uh, But then we had a cold snap uh, just around New Year's. Oh, and yeah. it's freezing cold right now it's like minus 12 right now oh that, that, that's so celsius for an american oh. uh, my i didn't do on new year's other than stay up with the kids and like my daughter was doing the concert so it, was, so it actually was better than uh, the, the best new year's i've ever had because my kids were like pretending they were you know uh playing for for me you know times square they were doing the, the dancing and the thing oh, that's and awesome they, they were performing at yeah. the pitbull new year's eve show New Year's Revolution. Yeah, did you, did you guys see that that Bach, that two bass Bach? No. The pitbull thing. No, what? No, I don't even know what you're talking about. The, no, that you mentioned it. The f stupid pitbull show. Did you guys watch that? Show? Oh no, oh, 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 that's yeah. a Fox show. That's of course, course. Yeah, yeah, first every of all, TV. Wait, first of I all, I call that a, when it's terrible. It's a two bass Bach. Oh, I see. Like, I that see. one bass. That's bass. a two baser. 
That's yes. a two-bagger. Yes. yes. Get the third base. That um, kind of stuff. Uh, so you watched it. What like what was Pitbull just that bad of a host? Well, I just I don't get that guy. <laughs> I, I, I We're just, just saying we I, think he's I, nice. Well, sure he is. He's nice. I'm, I'm sure he's. That's the thing. That's the kind of the thing with the guy. That's probably why he's popular. He's kind of. He's not the best looking guy. He's nope. kind of weird looking. Nope. And I didn't even. I thought he was just like a, a white guy, but he's 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 a uh, Spanish. He's Cuban. So he's got like. I, yeah, he's Cuban. Yeah. He's Cuban. He's like Mariano Rivera. <laughs> so he's got all kinds of secret sneaks, man. <laughs> Secret he's, like, he's that guy like when you're in a bad mood he's like ah relax he pulls out some fancy cigar and makes right. you feel happy or yeah. some snaps have you ever heard <laughs> cocaine called snaps no i heard it called scoops <laughs> well, that makes sense scoops. that makes sense to me called, like some <laughs> in a bar i was like yeah you want to do some scoops Hey, hey, Tagger, you're going to love it. We mentioned it off the top. I told you we were texting back and forth when I was back in Toronto, and I went to the Nutcracker, and each performance yeah. there are these guys called the Cannon Dolls. So it, it's like Rob Ford's done it. Uh, we did it last year. Yep. Guess who were, were the Cannon Dolls for the performance in the Nutcracker I went to? A Canadian rock legend now in another band. Uh, you, uh, Gino Vanelli? <laughs> close. Very close. Larry Gowan. Oh, wow, the Sticks man. Yeah. yeah. Now, did you ever have any dealings with him? You guys ever yeah. run into each other? Good question. I, I've, I've seen him at the odd uh, Air Canada Lounge, you know, <laughs> like hanging out there, yeah. getting ready for the next show. A friend of mine, and I, I can't say this is for sure, but uh, happened upon his house at, at Halloween, and uh, <laughs> they opened the door, and, you know, the knock-knock and the the the... Uh, the the, the you know trick or treat and apparently the, the the when they opened the door it billowed out with marijuana smoke oh like Cheech and Chong oh. so he was handing so, out joints perfect he well, let... I don't know I, I, I kind of have more respect for him now. I was gonna I say to... I I kind of like that because I I think and again we're just talking out of our ass here yeah yeah but, absolutely but Larry Larry seems more like a like a snaps or a scoops guy <laughs> just looking yeah, at him right no, for sure or like a you know a, uh, uh, plenty of pills on the. On the <laughs> right. And again, we're not I, implying I in any way that no, Larry. No, we're not. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the uh, video of his where he dresses up like a lion or something? Uh, strange animal. Strange animal. Yeah. Strange animal. That's, that's the only one I was gonna say anyway. Because you're a strange otherwise. animal. I worked that's with him on uh, Cyclorama on the Sticks album Cyclorama. You worked with Larry Gowan. Jim on, uh, comes in with the deep. Oh track. my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's, I've never heard of that song. Uh, it's a, it's an album. It's an album. It has a big orange carrot on the album cover. Holy <laughs> shit, Jim! That's so hey, you know, I, like he he does. I know he does gallon jams like in the sticks concert. Yeah, like, he either yeah. opens up for them or he'll throw a couple out. I there think. Yeah, I think they Canada. do. Uh, Jeremy, I think they do Criminal Mind. Yeah, actually, I think yeah. it's like, Oh, there you go. Yeah. I think you're after, right. After yeah. Sticks has played too much time on my hands five times in a row, <laughs> then they let Larry do his songs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they let him bust out a few solo tracks. If he you has think a... about that part, that part in that song where he's like, 
I am. And that's yeah. kind of and, and, the, and then the breakdown, like. He has this crazy keyboard stand where he can just fling his keyboard. It spins around, like does 360s. Yeah, yeah, he, he does, just does, keeps does spinning he wear, it. Like a straight, like a a straight top. jacket, too? Does he get yeah, the yeah, going? he does a straight jazz. See, I always <laughs> feel bad for guys who play the keyboards in bands because they're on stage. Everyone else is like looking cool, yeah. and they're trying their hardest. They're like, yeah, yeah they're doing their best. You know what? Though, like, and you know, really, uh, like, like there's nothing, there's nothing more annoying than a keyboard player trying to emote. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just twinkle the T keys. Uh, yeah, like I, I can deal twinkle. with like Tori, Tori Amos grinding on the corner or whatever she does. But like oh when they start like God. standing around and jumping up and like we did a show once with Dream Theater and that guy had like keyboards all around him and he was doing this wiggly <laughs> with like motocross. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I should care, clarify. It's, twinkle the T's. It's, it's, it's tickle the keys, not twinkle the T's. Twinkle the T's. That would be a good name for your solo album, actually. Yeah. Tommy, Tommy Shaw's a cool guy, though. Oh, Tommy's yeah. Tommy's awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's a good cat. Oh, he's yeah. A good cat. Real good cat. Sure. Um,. <laughs> Tiger, this is hey, gonna... Jim, hey, Jim, who is the guy who got the most banged up, most famous in the studio that you're like, holy <laughs> shit, I can't believe that guy's still playing right now. <laughs> well, you said, doing tracks, you said Stevie up. Ray Vaughan was like... Yeah, I, I worked with Stevie when he was like just before he went to the hospital when he, his stomach <laughs> yeah. was bleeding and all that. He got oh. pretty banged up. But uh, and he had those telephone cord cables for guitar strings. What, yeah, a, what a hero. Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, you know who was pretty crazy who I worked with who was really out there was Bobby Womack. No way. Oh, oh yeah. nice. That's a deep one. Yeah. Huh? What, I love what's that. Going on? That was deep. And he was deep, man. That was crazy stuff. So, yeah. what kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah let us know, what? Jim. What was he doing? Uh, there was a lot of different things being smoked. He was like a whatever salad kind of guy? Yes, yes. Yeah. Like Hunter S. Well, Thompson with the suitcase full of right, green? Yeah, yeah. I, I, literally, if he could somehow burn it, he smoked it. Wow, banana peels. My dad tried to smoke banana peels once because he ran out of weed, and it didn't work out. It just made him rage up. Oh, it those was, banana peels you think would burn and be pungent. Well, back in the 70s, you heard all kinds of ridiculous things that you could get high from, like like dried toothpaste and, and dried up banana peels, and none of it worked for my dad. He tried it all. <laughs> Bobby Womack tried it all, too. Oh, my God. It was yeah. crazy, man. You know, it, Did you it actually was, get his track down? banged up on Carly Simon hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he, he, the guy was, he was super talented, man. He, but could, yeah. you know but was he actually getting I, I, it, like, the tracks down? Where the uh, It was slow going. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to think that if you smoked John Oates' hair, you would get more f***ed up than if you, like, did LSD. John O'Vision? <laughs> John Oates from Hall and Oates. <laughs> but you, would have, you would have John O'Vision after smoking that. <laughs> yes. Hey, uh, yeah. Jeremy, uh, we got to let you go, but uh, when is no the problem. second leg of the tour kicking yeah, off? Yeah, yeah. When are you guys heading out? Yeah. 
We are uh, we do our first of two shows in Halifax on uh, January 25th. Amazing. We ride out our East Coast run from there. It'll be oh, fun man. and fantastic. And thanks again for all your uh, plugs and help from uh, this point on. Oh, and uh, make sure you go to the lower deck in Halifax, one of our favorite all-time that, that's bars. A, that, now, that's a place oh. with five-foot ceilings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've uh, I've been in there, and I've done things in there. Yeah. Yeah, we all <laughs> have, Jeremy. Episode, we uh, have. Yep. Jeremy, yeah. coming out firing for 2016. Love having you. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Thank yeah. you, buddy. Have a good Love one. You boys. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Talk to you soon. Oh, wow. Everyone, everyone's happy to be back. Everyone's in yeah. a great mood, energized, fired up. Yeah. Uh, Next week we'll be like, yeah, we'll just be like, yeah, f this. <laughs> this. <laughs> uh, can we quickly do uh, six degrees before we go? Yeah. Of course. But just before we go, because I saw it. By the way, we survived the uh, the L.A. storm of 2016. It rained for two days straight, people. It was a lot of rain. Yeah, and it was like only... No one feels bad for us at it was like all. Only, no. It was only like... Pl- we were talking Celsius here. It was only plus 15. Yeah, and people... And the newscast, 20 minutes of storm coverage and like, drive safe out there. Yeah. It's rain. Yeah, I know. It's great, though, driving home because you're on the 10 and everyone's driving really slow and I just zip in. <laughs> uh, here we go. Jim, this is an interesting one. Uh, for six degrees of engineer, Jim Frank Sinatra, old blue eyes. Wow. Hoboken. Um, Hoboken. Home of baseball. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, a uh, couple of couple of people that I have worked with have worked with him. Uh, one being Quincy Jones. Uh, when I worked with Michael Jackson, you know, Quincy was kind of around here and there. I feel like we should have asked uh, you about Quincy first. Yeah. Why don't we start with Quincy? And uh, really, uh, on on the peripheral, uh, I only got to meet him a couple of times. Uh, I didn't really get a chance to actually do side-by-side much stuff with them. You with know. Sinatra or, or no, Quincy? With, Quincy. with Quincy. Quincy. Okay, gotcha. And uh, <clears throat> and then uh, the other guy who I did work a lot with on uh, doing movie soundtrack stuff, uh, like on uh, Fatal Attraction and movies like that, uh, was Jerry a guy Lewis. named Emil Richards. He's a percussionist. That's my uh, my uncle's uncle. You're kidding me, yeah. really? There's a degree for you. The you guy, go. I'm telling you, the yeah. coolest guy, legendary, legendary percussionist. And he was Frank's percussionist. Oh, cool. And he had... Wrote a book. Yeah, he had great stories. You know, like, uh, you know, uh, basically, you know, Frank would come to your room with a, a suitcase full of money, you know, for your tip. Like, you know, at the end of the tour. And, you know, it'd be kind of like, open it up here. You know, help yourself, take what you think you deserve Man, type deal. That's cool. Yeah. That's how yeah. Toolsy tips in Vegas. And, uh, <laughs> you, know, I, I, you know, I know that Quincy was his music director. I'm not sure if Emil was at one point after that or not. He might have been like the head of the percussion section was, or something. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. So, but uh, guy, guy was great. And uh, when I first started working on movie soundtracks, uh, he really, he this Emil really kind of took me under my wing and, you know, showed me, hey, you know, you want to mic a timpani, this is a cool way of doing it. You know, you want to mm. mic a xylophone, you What's can do a it tippany? like this. 
you know timpani drums, like the big kettle drums? Oh, I didn't know was the name of them. I just call it a big-ass drum. Yeah, uh, kettle drums, <laughs> kettle some drums, people call right. them. Uh, all sorts of cool stuff, man. The guy was great. Uh, the second one here, I can see you having a lot of connections because of their, uh, their California connections, mm. Red Hot Chili Peppers. This is from Stephen Wales. Sent these We've ones. never had the chilies before. I, I don't, I don't wow. know if we have or we wow. haven't, but uh, yes, yes, I have a connection with chili peppers as well. Um, uh, but my uh, my buddy Mac is uh, who's been to the yeah, podcast. He's been here, yeah, several he's times. He's an acquaintance of Chad Smith's, but uh, my buddy Hoover that we've talked about. Uh, he's a sound guy. He at various times has done monitors for the Chili Peppers and has toured with them with other acts. Like he was Blink 182's guy, and he would tour with the Chili Peppers Wait, and all that stuff. Is Chad Smith the guy who looks like Will Ferrell? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And their front of house guy, Dave Rat, who by the way is the guy in charge of all the sound at Coachella. Oh. That's a big job. Yes. And has been since day one of Coachella, whenever Coachella started years ago. Oh. And Dave has been the Chili Pepper sound guy since they played in a garage before their first gig. They used to go over to Dave's place and practice and jam, and he built his own PA system. So that's another connection for Jim to Coachella, another reason to think. Speaking of the sound at Coachella. I I just saw them, uh, I think it was like in January, they played up at the Fonda, and I hung with Dave at the Fonda. It was crazy. You know, Hoover hooked us up, and it was killer. How long would it take to set up that, like, main stage at Coachella so it's the perfect sound? must take. Uh, oh. They they come in a week before every bit of a week before to set set that mm-hmm. stuff I'm up. I'm surprised it's not longer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, you know, just in laying out all the side stages, mm-hmm. the tents, all that other stuff. Yeah, because you have to run those cables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally they they they'll start almost a month out figuring out all that stuff. But they they kind of have it down now. And then you gotta build the tents for all the kids on MDMA. Oh yeah, all the porta potties yeah. and washrooms and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of the crew guys, they they they'll have their tour buses that the crew guys will stay on, and they keep them backstage so they can go get air. You know, they got their own bunks, air conditioning, and all that stuff. A lot of, and a lot of them will have hotel rooms, and they're like. That they yeah. don't even bother leaving; they just yeah. stay in the bus. Yeah, you know? why, why, why go anywhere? Yeah, Jim. Yeah. Oh man, we're gonna have a Amazing. good time at Coachella. Oh yeah, oh, we're gonna Can't have a wait. good time. Man. Yeah. Jim and I are yeah. going together. You we're, guys are going yeah. together? Yeah, we're gonna drive. Yeah. We'll take an Uber. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I was so. We're we gonna be doing <laughs> some scoops and snaps. Scoops and snaps. <laughs> Who's bringing the scoops and snaps? <laughs> My vote is Patrick. That'll make yeah. Jay and Dan happy. Um, All right, so we're back in 2016. No. Thanks for joining us. We missed you. We, we, uh, didn't we, get missed to, we didn't get to discuss the picture I took of uh, Patrick 10 years into the future. As that, was awesome. that was awesome. That was great. What that a guy. great picture. Sometimes you just got to own it, and that yeah. was pretty spot on. Yeah, he yeah. was, I mean. 10 years But that's or a not couple. so bad. 10 years or a couple years. I don't know. Patrick, He's he looks pretty sharp right now. He's Did you say anything to the guy? Though. Did you approach the guy? No, say, no, I yeah. secretly took that picture. How did you do it? You pretend you're like sending a text yes, or something? Exactly. And it's never it never quite works because you're just like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That never 
That that trick never works, but I don't think he did see me. I don't think. But you have enough followers. I just always hope somebody will stumble upon that. I know, and then tell him. Yeah, it was brilliant, Pat. Uh, Yeah, well done. Can we end on the Cuba song? Well done. Oh, sure we can. Oh yeah, let's end on this song. That out. Although this is the extended version, you have to go to like. Yeah, let's let's Uh, play it anyway. I want to get to the good part though, so go to like the middle here. Keep going, yeah. It's uh, oh boy. You playing that? I got I got El refugio sereno a cualquier tempestad. Yeah, right, right there. Click there. Click there. Here's where it gets pumping. Here we go. Oh, oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Go to Cuba. Hey, maybe this Cuban sponsor, tourism yeah. will sponsor Cuban us. Cuban tourism. Yeah. Let's let's get him on the horn. They got money for us yeah. now. This this is Havana. I once got a tour with a tour of Havana with my father by our cab driver who didn't speak English. Perfect. I'm like is See, that a church? Like He's a like, like is that tour. a church? He's like, eh. <laughs> I'm like cigars. Yeah. Like I don't know what's happening here. Oh. Here we go. So it wasn't a tour as much as it was a cab ride. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, it's the breakdown. It's coming. There it is. Canada. 20,000 trips being booked because of this right here. There we go. There it is, guys. That's the podcast. Thanks to uh, Cuba Tourism Thank for you, jumping Fidel. on board. Thank you, Fidel Castro, for all the money that you Hey, babe, you want to go out? <laughs> you want to go out, honey? Spend any money? Come here, cutie. Hey, come here. That's a good reason to go to Cuba. Did you hear what I said? I said, come here. Bring the phone down. Come here, daddy. You look so I'm not playing that. I have no control over this video volume. Mike, can you bring the levels down? Give a volume. I'm bringing it down. Okay, we'll see you next week. Thanks, Jim. (laughs) Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Rich. Thanks for stopping by. Good to see you again. We didn't get to say hi to Ben Teller. Ben, great to see you. Doing a terrific job over here on this camera. He went to Chicago for New Year's. Chi-Town? Chi-Town. We'll discuss it next week on the pod. I want to I mention the dinner I went out to with my wife the other night. Ooh. Yeah. Sexy got, time. There were a lot of snaps and scoops. <laughs> well, there's Jay Onright and his wife checking out the action. Thanks for listening, everybody. And have so a long, week. my time here is up. They're going home. Elvis has just left. Cuba now. Yeah. Let's, Let's do it. Podcast in Cuba. Let's go. Comprenderás la voz de mi sonrisa y entenderás por qué mi cultura está tan viva, mis hazañas deportivas, mi salud, mi educación y entenderás por qué.
es auténtica. Hi, this is Lisa Ann. This is the end of the podcast, so all you can get out of here.